Buckle up, friends, and welcome to the Thriving Alcohol-Free Podcast. I'm your host, Deb, otherwise known as Mocktail Mom, a retired wine drinker that finally got sick and tired of spinning on life's broken record called Detox to Retox. Let this podcast be an encouragement to you if alcohol is maybe a form of self-care for you, where you find yourself dragging through the day waiting to pour another glass. I am excited to share with you the fun of discovering new things to drink when you aren't drinking and the joy of waking up each day without a hangover. It is an honor to serve as your sober fun guide. So sit back and relax or keep doing whatever it is you're doing. This show is produced for you with love from the great state of Kentucky. Thanks so much for being here and big time cheers. Welcome back. Welcome to Thriving Alcohol Free with Mocktail Mom. I am Deb and I am your host. I am so thrilled that you are here. So excited to chat with you today one-on-one. I want to just share with you some encouragement um, and just uh, some things that maybe you will experience, some freedoms you could experience uh, if you are breaking up with alcohol, if you are newly breaking up with alcohol, if you're just sober curious and you're thinking, how on earth could I even live without my wine? How could I live without my cocktail? I want to share with you some encouragement and some freedoms that you could experience, that I've experienced. I just had my soberversary. I just had my two-year soberversary. And, uh, you know, two years, I look at it and I think, wow, that's a long time. That's a long time. It's 730 days. Let's get real about how much time that is. It's 730 days. It's 17,520 hours. It's 1,051,200 minutes. It's 63,072,000 seconds. It's a long time. (laughs) It's a long time. It's a long time when you, especially in the beginning, when you think, I'm not going to make it, you know, five days, let alone like 17,520 hours. But I have. I have. And not only have I made it, but thriving, absolutely thriving. And the same is possible for you. Your life is not over if you give up alcohol. It is not over. The best is in front of you. I promise you that. It's not all rainbows and sunshine. It's not. But everything's better. There's not one morning that I've woken up and thought, gosh, I really, wow, wow, another day. And I wish I drank a bottle of wine last night. Not once. Not one morning have I woken up and thought, oh, darn it. I don't have a hangover today. Oh, my gosh. Oh, darn. I don't have to get into the Excedrin. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. I don't have to find a hydration drink before I maybe have a cup of coffee. No, not one morning. There's not been one regret, not one day that I've ever went to bed. One night went to bed and thought, really wish I was, you know, buzzing about the room right now. Wish the room was spinning. No, I have been present and it's the best gift I've given to myself and to my family and to everybody around me. And so the same thing is possible for you. And maybe you are thriving and I am just cheering you on. I am cheering you on. I get emotional because it's, I want to be of encouragement to you from the bottom of my heart. I want to be of encouragement to you. So, um, all right, had my soberversary, you know, two years, kind of a long time, but it goes fast, right? It goes so fast. I mean, 
I think about my uh, my 21-year-old, right? feels like I had her yesterday. Now she's 21, getting ready to graduate college next year. I have a 15-year-old, you know, feels like just yesterday. Here she was, the Lil. No, now she keeps telling me how in two and a half years, mom, I'm going to be out of the house. Out of the house, mom, be getting tattoos. She's going to, she's got big plans. So watch out, world. Here comes Lil. But um, anyway, uh, just want to say, you know, whatever day you are celebrating, celebrate today. Every single day is a gift. Celebrate today. If you're on day one, if you're on day one again, if you're on day 90, celebrate today. It's a day to be celebrated. So huge shout out uh, locally here in Louisville, Kentucky is a restaurant called Guacamole. Guacamole. They're down on Market Street, but my husband and I went there on uh, on my actual soberversary on December 31st. 2022 was my two-year soberversary. So we went there on New Year's Eve day. Well, it kind of went like early dinner, whatever. We're like, I've got gray hair, so it makes sense that I would go to dinner at five o'clock at night. <laughs> it's right in with my lifestyle of wanting to be in my robe by seven or eight o'clock at night. So it was perfect. But uh, we had the absolute best mocktails. So huge shout out to guacamole. If you were looking for mocktails and you were in town, absolutely go in there. Uh, they were smoking and that is, uh, that's no pun. Literally there's dry ice in the bottom of two of the mocktails that I had and they were phenomenal. I mean, off the charts, absolutely off the charts. Anybody coming to town, you're looking for mocktails, head on into guacamole. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And it was the perfect, perfect way to just celebrate and, um, commemorate the day that I broke up with Chardonnay. Bye-bye. See you later. Sayonara. Don't need you in my life anymore. So much better. You can be so much better without alcohol. So uh, in two years, though, I just want to share a little bit about how things that maybe you could expect if you're, you know, thinking about breaking up with alcohol, you're thinking about taking a little break. Maybe you are taking a break. It's dry January right now. So maybe you're in the middle of taking a break. So things that I've experienced that I truly do call authentic freedom. And that is number one, I kind of mentioned it already, but waking up without a hangover. (laughs) Uh, That is no joke. And it never gets old. It never gets old. I I don't know how to emphasize that enough because I got so used to waking up and not feeling good. (laughs) Even if I didn't have a hangover, you know, maybe I just felt foggy, you know, felt dragging myself around through life. So Waking up without a hangover is a huge win. Living without shame is a massive win. Living without shame. Uh, I, for so many years, felt so guilty about how much I was struggling with drinking. It's not how I didn't grow up drinking. I didn't grow up in a family where we drank. Uh, I didn't grow up. I wasn't a partier. So to then have that element come in my life at a later time, in my 40s is when I started you know, struggling with drinking. And it, and it just started out as, you know, just just having a glass of wine, <laughs> mommy wine culture, you know, having a glass of wine, take the edge off. And it did take the edge off, but it also took off all the joy, Not all the joy. It took off a lot of the joy. It took the numb the edges, numb the edges of my pain and numb the edges of my joy. And there's a lot of joy in my life. And there's a lot of joy that I experienced and I don't want to numb that. And I haven't been numbing that for two years and it's been absolutely phenomenal. So to live without shame, to wake up and not think, who did I text? (laughs) Who did I text? Or to open up Facebook and see somebody replied back to a comment that I made and think, when did I make that comment? Who made that comment under my name? Oh, I made that comment. I made that comment at one in the morning when I was, you know, soaring off into never, never land there with my Chardonnay. 
And you know what? Now I'm so grateful that I can share this with you. I feel like I feel so grateful because God has used the thing that I was absolutely most embarrassed and ashamed about in my life, and he has turned it into good. He has turned it for his good, not only in my own life, but in the lives of other people that I can be of encouragement to, that I can support, that I can be a cheerleader for. Um, He has used the thing that I wanted no one to find out. I didn't want anyone to know. And it wasn't, I didn't have a label. I, I didn't, I, part of the reason I didn't look into my relationship with alcohol for so long was because I I didn't think I, I I didn't label myself as an alcoholic. Nothing against somebody who does or that label. I didn't label myself as that. I didn't fit in in that area. I didn't fit in in those meetings. It just wasn't for me. And so for many years, though, that held me back. That held me back from really looking at my relationship with alcohol because I was like, well, if you're not an alcoholic, then you must be just fine with alcohol. You must not have any kind of problem with a lowercase or a capital P. There must not be anywhere in between. And there's this huge gray area in between. I didn't realize I was lost in that gray area zone. And I was so struggling. I knew I was struggling, but I didn't want anybody else to know because from the outside, you know, the outside, I was, you know, volunteering with the PTA, you know, volunteering here, volunteering there, doing stuff, involved in things. And I also am a pastor's kid. You know, I grew up with, well, wonder, the most wonderful, loving parents. My dad was a pastor. I went to a Christian school. I went to, you know, I, it was embarrassing that here I was now in my 40s. And I would pour a glass of wine and all of a sudden it would turn into two glasses and then three glasses. And then, oh my gosh, you know, well, the bottle's almost gone. You might as well just finish it, you know, because that's, that, that won't look good, you know, just to have a little bit left. So just finish it, you know, just finish it. So to live now without shame and to just be walking so clearly in who I know God created me to be, um, Back in high school, I didn't even plan to share this, but back in high school, you know, they vote for like, oh, what did they vote for like, you know, most popular, you know, most likely to go to whatever, most likely to graduate law school, most likely to do this, do that. I was voted most encouraging myself and Cliff Henderson. He was the guy that got voted um, most encouraging and I got voted most encouraging. And so um, it is just, I feel like God is using who I knew I was back when I was 17 and graduated high school, you know, who he created me to be. And I got lost. You know, I just got lost. It wasn't that I wasn't an encouragement or, you know, anything. I wasn't that I wasn't drunk all day. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I would get zoned out and I was losing myself. Maybe you're losing yourself. Maybe you've lost yourself, you know? So I don't feel like I've changed necessarily in the last two years. I just feel like I am more me. And maybe that's what you're looking for is not necessarily that you have to like be your, live your best life, whatever. Yes. I want to live my best life. (laughs) I just want to live life, right? I just want to be alive in my life. And I wasn't alive in my life, right? Maybe you haven't been alive and maybe you just want to get back to who you are, who you were created to be. What are your special gifts? What are your special talents? Because you have many, you are uniquely and beautifully created. And God has wonderful plans for you. So what are those gifts that he's given you that you need to share with the world? I just want to encourage you to do that, whatever that is. So um, 
other things um, on my last two years of not drinking, uh, I haven't had any, um, you know, I haven't had any episodes of drinking and priming. You know, do you drink and prime? I used to get packages that would show up on my door. Now, I still get packages sometimes that show up on my doorstep and I'm like, what is that? And that's just because I'm distracted and have a bad memory. But back when I was drinking too much wine, there would be packages, Amazon packages that I purchased that would show up on my door, delivered to me. And I'd think, what is that? I'd be literally opening it thinking, what is in here? It was like Christmas. <laughs> it was like Christmas at least once a week. Something was coming. So maybe you Amazon, you know, maybe you prime and drink. You drink and prime. And uh, I did that a lot. So I've saved some money and um, saved myself some embarrassment of like, wow, I don't think I really need this thing in the kitchen or whatever it was. You know, <laughs> Random, random things that I ordered. I, I should probably go back in my Amazon history and really look at it. That'd be pretty funny. Um, anyway, uh, definitely experience better relationships, better relationships. Just, you know, there's just a freedom in relationships now where I'm not, if I'm with someone, you know, with my girls or my husband, my family, friends. And if you can hear my dog Coco snoring, I apologize. She's literally here on the bed while I'm recording this podcast and it's quite hilarious, but she is snoring it up and she's like 12 pounds and snoring like an old man. So maybe you hear her. Uh, What was I saying? Oh, better relationships. Okay. So better relationships just in the sense of um, you know, I'm not thinking, I'm not thinking about alcohol. You know, it's like when you watch, maybe you watch the news and like, there's that ticker at the bottom of the news. And it's just saying like, you know, like they're, they're reading the news, the news person anchors talking or whatever, but at the bottom, they're also telling you like the headline news and stuff. It was almost like that in life, no matter what conversation I was having, not constantly, but there was always that little, like that little fleeting thought of like, okay, it's two o'clock now. Okay. So when I get home, oh yeah, I do have, a, I have a half bottle left. Kind of that little head chatter, that little ticker in the back of my mind of like, do I need to stop at the store on the way home? Or, okay. All right. Well, it's nine thirty now. What time will the show be over? Then I can pour some wine. Girls will be in bed, whatever it is. And, and I know I'm not alone, but I thought I was. I thought I was the only person, I thought I was the only mom struggling with drinking too much, struggling with thinking about drinking more than I wanted to. You're not alone. So if you're experiencing that, you are not alone. And there is, there is an exit. (laughs) There is an exit. There's a light at the end of the tunnel because it feels dark. It feels so dark when you're in that time. I I know how dark it feels. So um, definitely one thing I mentioned, I know about more joy. You know, the joy is not numbed. The pain uh, also is not numbed. So one thing I experienced in the last two years uh, that has been different is um, grieving my parents in a new way. Uh, I'm going to try not to get emotional, but I just want to share with you that, um, you know, there's hard things still in my life. And I'm 51 at this time, but, you know, having lost both my parents within 11 months of each other, um, wonderful parents, absolutely won the lottery with parents. And for both of them to be gone within 11 months, you know, I had numbed that pain for years. I had numbed the grieving with alcohol. And so in the last two years, that hasn't been numbed. And so that has been harder but it's healthy, right? At some point, you're going to have to grieve. At some point, it's it's coming out. One way or another, it's coming out. You're going you're gonna to have to go through the grief. There's no way around that one. There's no way just up and over it. And, oh, I missed that, hopped over that hurdle of life. No, you have to go through it. And so the last two years, when it's come like they're, um, they both passed away in the fall. And so you know, when it comes to that time of the year, the last two years, it's, it's been, that's been hard. That's been a challenge, but, um, but I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful that I had such loving parents that I even 
struggle with grieving so much. You know, what a tremendous love I had from them. Therefore, there is so much grief because there's so much that's missed right now, this side of heaven without having them here. So um, anyway, all that to say, I just want to say breaking up with booze, breaking up with alcohol, for me, breaking up with Chardonnay and whatever else was on sale. <laughs> um, you know, it doesn't make life perfect. It doesn't remove all your problems. It doesn't get rid of any grief. It doesn't get rid of all the pains or difficult relationships. It doesn't. It's not a magic wand. But you actually get to experience it. You're not numbing out from the hard. You're not numbing out from the joy. And it's something to be so proud of. So um, yeah, just want your heart to be encouraged. The goal of this podcast is, um, I think I said it, but just to encourage your heart. That's what I want to do. I want to be of encouragement to you. I want to be a cheerleader for you. So um, in the last two years, though, I've done, I think, uh, well, I started out on Instagram kind of sharing about mocktails. And I think we're at like 600, over 660 posts um, that have been made. It's been so fun to connect with people on Instagram, to connect with brands and to connect with sober, curious people, 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 people. connect with friends. I feel like they're friends. I never met a stranger. Like I literally, my favorite thing to collect are friends. So um, to connect with new friends, my new BFFs. But um, one way as well, I've kind of taken things off Instagram a little bit and hopefully you are a part of it because I have a brand new membership just in the last month. Um, Yeah, I guess it's been just about a month that we've launched the pot that launched the uh, the membership and that's Thriving Alcohol Free with Mocktail Mom. It's a sober drinking club for women. And I've taken some of where I'm spending most of my time off of social media and into my membership because I really, really, really want to connect um, more directly with with friends. I want to connect and build relationships with people who I have connected with on, on Instagram or TikTok. And so that's been awesome. We have a happy half hour every um, once a week. We have a happy half hour virtual. So you don't have to be here in town. You don't have to live in Louisville, Kentucky. But um, every week we have a get together where we make a mocktail together. Um, and we have, I've been basically running it where we, I have like a conversation, a I don't want to say an interview. It's not really an interview, just a conversation over our mocktail as we're making it with one of the members. Um, So far, it's just been members, but I I will have brands come in as well and talk to us. But um, it's been great. We've made a, we made a keto friendly mocktail last week. We made a hot toddy one week. Um, This week, we're making an espresso uh, martini mocktail. We made, oh, like a little take on a French 75. So it's been wonderful. So if you're curious about mocktails, which I would think you are if you're here, you know, maybe you are. Um, if you're curious about mocktails or you just want some help with mocktails, it also includes my course. It's like a one-on-one, a 101 uh, little mocktail course. It is not the end-all be-all. It is from the perspective of a woman who drank too much Chardonnay, just a mom who wanted to drink less alcohol and wanted to Um, you know, learn the basics of making a mocktail. So it is not some comprehensive mocktail course, but I do walk you through making five separate mocktails. And I go through with you in the very beginning, some of the basics to have in your kitchen, what you want to have when you stop drinking, some things that would be helpful to you. So if that's of interest to you, that's included with the membership. You just get that. I just, I like to give things away. I love to give gifts. So my membership is truly a gift. Um, So I would love to have you join. It's thrivingalcoholfree.com if you want to sign up. Would love to have you in there because um, just for you to be encouraged to 
make connections that you're not alone to have a place where you can come each week, almost like a little cheers, you know, like everybody knows your name, you know, a place where you can come make a mocktail. And as well, um, just for you to be able to flourish in finding alcohol-free options, finding new things to drink, that it's not, you know, the fun's not over. And there are still delicious things to drink when you are not drinking alcohol. So would love to see you in there. But um, let's see, I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. I know uh, a couple other things I, I have experienced in, in the last two years, and that would be, um, well, I, I want to say better skin. I would say better skin. I, I, I have had skin issues. Haven't had a ton of like, you know, never had acne or whatever, but my mom had wonderful, beautiful skin. But definitely um, something that you will experience, I think most people experience is better skin, better sleep. You're not waking up at 3 a.m., you know, with the room spinning, thinking like, how did I get in this bed? You're going to have better sleep. doesn't happen right at first, but you will get better sleep. You're going to feel so much better when you aren't drinking or you're not drinking as much alcohol. So I don't judge. There's no judgment. There's absolutely no judgment. Maybe you just want to have a mocktail and then have a cocktail. Absolutely no judgment for me. I don't have anything against it. Um, For me, I just have felt so much better that I'm like, why would I go back? And there's so many good things to drink. So I never, I never, ever, ever feel like in the evening, like, oh, oh, I just wish I had something to drink because I have things to drink. I have alcohol-free wines that are phenomenal, not grape juice in a wine bottle. I have alcohol-free cocktails that are so delicious and you can spice them up, get that bite, you know, I miss that bite that I used to get in my wine, my Chardonnay. So um, just want you to be encouraged, super excited in the next couple of weeks, I'm bringing you some interviews. And uh, I appreciate you guys just kind of holding tight here with me because I am new to all this. You're learning with me. I appreciate it. And I'm so happy that you're here with me doing this, Thriving Alcohol Free with Mocktail Mom podcast. And um, just, uh, just want your heart to be encouraged. Want you to know that you are loved, that you are not alone, that you are created for a reason, and that, um, that the future is very, very, very bright, whether you are just breaking up with alcohol or whether you are down the road or whether you're on day 1 million, whatever day you're on, I am encouraging you and just cheering you on and so grateful to be a part of your journey um, towards authentic freedom. So big time cheers to you from the great state of Kentucky here in my daughter's bedroom with my dog Coco sleeping on the bed. She just opened her eyes. And if I say the word walk, oh, her head's up. Okay, now we're awake. I think it's time to take Coco on a walk. All right, big time cheers to you guys. We'll see you later. Big time cheers to you for tuning in to the Thriving Alcohol-Free Podcast. I hope you will take something from today's episode and make one small change that will help you to thrive and have fun in life without alcohol. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social, send up a flare, or leave a rating and a review. I am cheering for you as you discover the world of non-alcoholic drinks and as you journey towards authentic freedom. See you in the next episode.